Hey, welcome to the Kingdom Dynamics Podcast. God is a spirit, and you are a spirit who is living in a body that is trapped in a three-dimensional world, limited by time and space. But your spirit man, your soul, your mind, your will, and your emotions will live forever. One day, you are going to see God. His name is Jesus Christ. He is the king of the kingdom of God, which is a government. It is a city. It is a country that will never end. Heaven will end. Earth will end. But his words will never pass away. We have the amazing privilege to not only know God through Jesus Christ, but to be as God on the earth. We are the image of God, and we have got to be born again by the Holy Spirit. We return to the original image of God, and we begin to proclaim the kingdom has arrived. Right now, the Father is so pleased with you because you have presented the Lord Jesus Christ as an offering for sin. When he sees you, you are clothed with white robes, you are crowned with a crown, and you are in authority because you have presented Jesus. You have drunk his blood, you have eaten his body. His body is real food and his blood is real drink. Today we we celebrate, we come into the Passover, we come into the Easter celebration, which is the the witness to the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We are the witnesses because we see him. Jesus said, "Blessed are those who believe and yet do not see." John 8, John chapter 8. We believe even though we do not see, but there are those who saw him and everyone will look upon the one that they have pierced on his second coming. And he is coming soon. He doesn't even know. Only the father knows the second coming, but we pray, come Lord Jesus. That is straight from the book of Revelation. We pray, come Lord Jesus. And we will be taken away. The door to the ark is about to be sealed, closed, and the church will be taken. So right now we have to pray for the eyes to be enlightened, for the church to be awakened, for the body of Christ to come into the fire, to to take the eye self that we may see, to buy gold refined in the fire. Hallelujah. Lord, give the church discernment of spirits. Help us to know those that are yours. Help us to know those who are hungry, those who are thirsty. We're not looking for goats. We're looking for sheep. We're looking to make disciples of Jesus Christ. Those are the disciplined ones, the ones who know the Father, the ones who pray to the Father in the name of Jesus. The ones who deny Jesus, those are the Antichrist. And we just, ha ha, we just demolish that evil 
system, Father God. Would you demolish that system in Jesus' name, that Catholic Church, the apostasy church, the corrupt church, whether it's in Australia or America or all around the world, Lord, let it be exposed, Father God. You've destroyed nations. You've you've flattened cities, Lord. You've ended empires, Lord. Would you just destroy the that lukewarm church, spit them out in Jesus' name. But us, Lord, those who are on fire, how do we know we're on fire? Because we walk as Jesus walked. We know, Jesus, that if we are hungry and thirsty for righteousness, that we will be filled. We know that if we are pure in heart, we will see God. We don't have to worry. We don't have to second guess. We know your will. We know your word. We are mature because we obey you. Jesus, we obey you, which means that we walk in love. We walk in love. We are unoffendable. Pastors don't have to be worried walking on eggshells that they're going to offend people because the mature are going to follow Christ in us. They imitate me, Paul says, as I imitate Christ. So right now, I am Jesus on the earth. Look to me and you see the Father. Look to me and you see Jesus. This is what Jesus looks like. This is what love looks like. This is what healing looked like. But I've got to die to myself every day. And Jesus said, he said, God is spirit. God is seeking those who would worship him in spirit and in truth. Whenever Jesus spoke, every time he spoke, it was spiritual. That's why people didn't know what he was talking about. He said, this temple will be destroyed. He was talking about his body. He said to the woman at the well, I have water that when you drink it, you'll never thirst. He was not talking ever about physical things. He was always only talking about spiritual things. Why don't you go back and read the Bible and read the words of Jesus and see that they are spiritual words. So we are spirits that are temporarily wrapped in a body, but this body is going to go back to the earth. We came from the earth. We did not come from heaven. The angels came from heaven. Lucifer came from heaven. But we came from earth and there is a God on the throne who came from the heavens and the earth. And that is the same as us. <laughs> this is the kingdom, guys. You've probably never heard it in church. Your new creation spirit is, is a new creation. You're not human. A human is, a, is like a mammal. You're just made from the dirt. You know, humans, you know, are precious to God, but, but you... You are a new, entirely new species of being. You have a dual citizenship. No one has, angels do not have dual citizenship. They can't hang out here and run a business. They come and go, but they are a celestial body. There are heavenly bodies. There are, there are earthly bodies. There are celestial bodies. There's a glory of man. There's a glory of women. There's a glory of God. Each has a different glory. The glory of man is muscles and wisdom and a gray beard and strength and grandchildren. But the glory of women is humility and her, her, um, 
her, her, her long hair, her beauty, her fragility, her, her, her sensitivity. The glory of an animal is different to the glory of fruit, to the glory of flowers. And an angel has a type of glory. They have more physical strength than a man. But they don't have, you know, they don't have what we have. That's why Jesus said that anyone in the kingdom is greater than John the Baptist. We are a new creation. We are born of God. Jesus said that to Nicodemus, not born of the will of man, but born of God. So we, like Jesus Christ, are both from heaven and from earth. And this is what people don't understand. When, when Jesus ministered to the 72, he sent the two by two to demonstrate the domain and the dominance of the kingdom realm. See, the kingdom realm is over the earth in the way that a government is over the earth. If you have a good government over the land, you'll have prosperity. Like in Australia, we have, we have gold, we have uranium. We have unlimited solar power. We are blessed. We are a blessed nation. But if you have an evil and corrupt nation, they will scorch the earth. You know, I look at the Middle Eastern countries. They have a form of glory. There is, there is some value there, but, but it's often the management that is over a thing. For example, you can take a, a knife and kill a person with an, a government, with, with your self-government. You can take a knife and carve a beautiful ice sculpture with the same knife. So it's not the knife which is the earth. Listen, everything, everything above the earth came from beneath the earth. Everything, even satellites that are now in orbit, were once in the ground. Volcanoes came out of the ground. So you and I came out of the ground and we will go back to the ground. Ultimately, all those satellites are going to be pulled into Earth's gravity and crash one day eventually into the Earth. Everything is going back to the Earth. So what I'm saying is that the kingdom of God is a government over the Earth. So you can lay hands on the sick, which is a physical body that came from the dirt of the earth. And you can impose the government of the kingdom of God and that hand will be, will be made whole. But similarly, Satan's kingdom can come on the earth and he can inject you with a bioweapon. He can inject you with a toxin. You know, it's not... It's not necessarily the the earth that's the problem it's the government so jesus christ said the kingdom of of heaven is at hand the kingdom of god is at hand so what's he saying is there is a dominion that is dominating the earth right now and i'm telling you the truth there is a kingdom that is do dominating your ears right now I am speaking the word of the kingdom, and I don't care. You know, some episodes I have, I have 10 people listen to this episode. I've, I've had episodes where I've had 300 plus people listen to the episode, but I've never had 10,000. You know, and, I, and sometimes I look at a YouTube video and, and it's just, you know, 52 million people have watched it and it's about some 
kid throwing snow cones, you know, <laughs> which is great. God bless him. But I just think, you know, this is the message. This is the message of, of all time. You won't hear it in church. I'm telling you the truth. Dr. Chuck Missler said, you do not hear the kingdom message in church. Sunday Adelaja said, you do not hear the kingdom message. It's, he said it is unknown. He came to Australia. He said it is unknown. So what, what are, what's happening? We have got to get back to the program. What program? The preaching of the kingdom. That is the message. If you look at John chapter 3, if you look at Matthew, if you look at Luke, if you look at the book of Acts, the message that John the Baptist preached was repent for the kingdom is at hand. The message that Jesus preached was repent for the kingdom is at hand. The message that the New Testament church preached was the kingdom of God. That is the government. It is a government. It is not a church. It is a government. We, the church, are the body of the king of the kingdom. So we are responsible right now to do one thing. We are responsible to preach the kingdom of God. And, and I am imposing that kingdom on everything. It takes time. You know, it takes time. Did Jesus look like he was a conquering king hanging on the cross? Did Paul look like he was a conquering kingdom ambassador in chains? You know, the, the church wasn't even waiting for Jesus when he resurrected because they didn't have understanding. But we have understanding. We have been given the Holy Spirit, which means we have the mind of Christ. There is no more mystery. You don't need to listen to the news or the media to find out what's going on. The Holy Spirit will guide you into all truth. So you are a man made of the dust of the earth. You have been born again by the Holy Spirit and have also become a citizen of heaven. So you, unlike the angels, you are a God-man, little g, God-man. You are like Jesus. You are like Jesus because you are from heaven and from earth. The angels are not from heaven and earth. They're from heaven. Okay? The, the animals are not. They're from earth. But you... And the humans are not. They're of the earth. Jesus said, your father's the devil. Paul says in Galatians that, that they do the will of their father. Everyone, until you're born again, you are a slave of sin. This is very deep and profound. And right now, as I speak these words, I am speaking the kingdom. And there are angels that are just waiting for you to get it. They, they want you to send this to a hundred people because this is the truth. And it's the truth that will set you free. It's not your ideas that will set you free. It's not what your pastor necessarily says that will set you free. It's the truth. And as I said before at the beginning of this message, the truth is spiritual. The truth is a person. The truth 
is that every man, woman and child on the earth is going to hell unless they are born again. And the only way they get born again is if a spirit-filled Christian preaches the kingdom to them. We have got to pray that people's eyes are open. We've got to pray that the God of this age who blinds the minds of unbelievers would be bound. We've got to pray that the veil is lifted. The Bible says that it's the moment we look to Jesus that the veil is lifted. So right now, look to Jesus. You and I have to look to Jesus. You and I have to continually repent. We can become like the apostasy church. We can become lukewarm. We are either growing or we're dead. We are either going forward or we're, or we're, or we're dead. There is no backwards in, in Christ. Jesus said, if you turn your back on me, you're not worthy of me. He said, if you start building and then you decide to stop building, then you're not worthy of me. He said, count the cost before you follow me. He said, not many people will be saved. He said that the, the, the path is narrow and few find it. But right now, I'm speaking the truth from another realm. And there are so many demonic spirits. I feel like I'm sweating blood sometimes. I'm not, no way near it. But sometimes the pain, the, the persecution, the opposition, the, 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 the apparent lack, it is irrelevant. My face is like flint. I am satisfied by the Son of God. He is real food. He is real drink. And I know the devil manifests in people. He manifests in people, all people. Wherever I go, they don't know that they've been taking it, taken over by the devil to do his will. And I probably have been in the past. You know, as a, non, as a non-Christian and as a new Christian, I probably said and did things I shouldn't have done. And right now, I probably am as well. And I'm sorry. Forgive me if I've hurt you or anyone else. I repent in Jesus' name. But my heart is God's heart for you, that you would be saved, that you would have your mind, your will, and your emotions sanctified by the Holy Spirit, that you would be changed into the image of Jesus, which can only occur as you let him speak to you. It is by the washing of the water of the word that we are cleansed. We marry Jesus. So we need to come to him every day. And what I'm saying to you is a new creation Christian who is born again is a dual citizenship. They're a new type of person. They're a new type of species. And this is an Easter message because you are born of God and of man. You have a body, which means you're legally allowed to operate on the earth like the animals, like the other humans, but not like angels and not like devils. Devils are not allowed on the earth. Devils are illegal. That's why we kick them out. That's why we cast them out. Because they don't have a body. They are not legitimate. God is illegitimate on the earth because he gave the earth to man. God, why do you wonder, why didn't God just come down? And, and fix things because it was illegal. He could only influence this physical world through man because man was given the keys to the earth. God moved through Moses because Moses was God's legal ability to move. God moved through Jesus because he had a body. 
the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. That is the most profound verse in the Bible. Because Jesus couldn't help us until he put on a flesh body. Because he, don't get me wrong here, but like an evil spirit is cast out because it's illegal, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, he needed to be in a body to be legal. And you and I are now his body. The moment that we are taken away, God is going to dissolve this business. God is going to dissolve the universe. The heavens, the stars, this universe will be vaporized. And there will be a new heaven and a new earth and the colors are going to be amazing. The food is going to be amazing. We're going to be busy because kingdoms never end. It says of the increase of his government, there will be no end. So we're not going to be floating around in clouds or in the metaverse. We are going to be colonizing the space. I don't know what we're going to be doing, but we're going to be busy because God is not going to be boring. He is a king on a conquest and he's going to want to expand that the kingdom suffers violence and the violent take it by force. The kingdom is going to, to, to last forever. Heaven and earth will pass away. But my words will never pass away. So even heaven will pass away. Do you understand? Do you want to know the truth? You don't want to stay on earth forever. You don't want to have an immortal body like a vampire. Because earth will pass away. This is a sinking ship that we are on. No matter how many billions of years they think it's been here, we have been here for like 6,000 years. How come the oldest trees on earth are 5,000 years old? How come the pyramids, no one knows where they came from? How come the only that the oldest written texts are 5,000 years old? Because 5,000 years ago, the earth was flooded or so. And so we lost everything. It's 100% true. Now, whether the earth was here for billions of years before man, that's... That's irrelevant, and there is evidence of that in the Bible. But we don't have to worry about that. Don't get caught in the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. We come to God like little children. That doesn't mean we can't be doctors of science and physics and understand these things. If that's your passion, go for it. But we don't need to prove God. We can see God in our hands. And if you open your eyes, you will realize that that human civilization is very, very new. We've only been here five or 6,000 years. That's, that's for sure. Even, you know, uh, reverse engineer or, or, or extrapolate the, uh, or interpolate whatever the word is, the, the population of the earth. If we've been here for millions and millions of years, then why aren't there 10 times as many people? When Jesus was on the earth, there were 100 million people. You know, why has the internet suddenly been invented? You know, 150 years or so, we had, we had pretty much what Jesus had. You know, we pretty much had agriculture, you know, travel by horseback, written letters, you know, oral traditions, most of the world illiterate for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. And then suddenly in the last 200 years, we've, 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 we've gotten to this moment 
where man can become like God in, in a bad way, where we have Babel being reestablished, where we have every language coming back under one language. We have every government coming back under one government. We have the technology to, to see the apocalypse happen. We have artificial intelligence. I mean, it's all happened in a moment. And if you look at the crucifixion of Jesus, the crucifixion as a method of torture was invented 60 years before Christ. I mean, it's like God waited for that moment. He, he, Jesus, the Bible says at just the right time, Christ died for us. So what I'm telling you is like the crucifixion was just invented for the crucifixion of Jesus. This whole internet generation that we're in now, this internet of things, the connected satellite, one world sort of globalist planet that we're in right now is absolutely prescient and 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 designed by God for the final proclamation of the gospel and the imminent return of Christ where we are on the absolute cusp of the moment of the end of the last hour so you and I are a new creation if we're born again we are both in heaven and on earth at the same time that's the truth you are also in earth and in heaven the Bible says that if you're a Christian, you are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So that is why we are allowed to pray. That is why we are allowed to implement and enforce the kingdom. We can lay hands on the sick and see them recover. Because we, and what that means is we are with our physical body imposing the kingdom of God's government, God's dominion, God's domain over the physical earth. My words are spiritual right now. As I'm speaking from the throne room, I'm speaking from the seated position in Christ and my words are able to penetrate your heart and plant a seed that will grow to become the biggest tree in the garden. Now, it's up to you whether you're going to receive it. It's up to you whether you're going to water it. It's up to you whether you're going to go, you know what, I better weed out of my thinking the yeast of the Pharisees. I need to repent. That's when the word of the kingdom comes, the only response is repentance. You're not listening to me to try and figure out whether you agree with me. You're not listening to me to try and figure out whether, you know, this fits in with your, you know, culture of Christianity. No, you are responding as a messenger of the kingdom has spoken the word of the kingdom and you are going to receive it. You are going to let it change you. The word divides between soul and spirit. So when you meet Jesus, when you read the word of God, when you hear the spirit talking, it's an opportunity to change and to become more like Christ. Something of you dies. Something separates. Maybe he's asking you to quit smoking. Maybe he's asking you just to to, to renew your first love again, to, to spend time worshipping him. But you have got to have your eyes open. He said you need to see the kingdom, but you can't see it unless you're born again. You're born again by the Holy Spirit. It's a spiritual transaction. How do you join America? If you want to become a citizen of America, you need to, to get a green card. You need to go there. You need to, to, to fulfill a process. You need to do a transaction. You need to, to sometimes surrender your current citizenship. So that's what it is. In the spirit realm, you 
go to the kingdom of heaven. You go to the king of the kingdom. His name is Jesus. And you say, I want to be a citizen. I want to be in. I want to be in. And he said to the rich young ruler, the, the rich young ruler said, how do I enter the kingdom? And Jesus said, come and follow me. So it is a relationship with Jesus Christ, period. I say that again. It is a relationship with Jesus Christ, period. Jesus Christ is the kingdom because he's the king of the kingdom. And the king is the kingdom. The king is the government. The king is the law. There is no parliament with all these members. No, it is the king, period. His spirit is the kingdom. The Holy Spirit is the kingdom. If you are a Christian, you have the Holy Spirit living inside of you, I encourage you, give him access to everything in your life. Give over everything in your life so that the kingdom can come in and through you. So this Easter message in summary is Jesus Christ is resurrected. He is seated on the right hand of God. I see him with my spiritual eyes. He is the king of the kingdom. He wants you and I to preach the gospel of the kingdom Not the gospel. What's the gospel? It just means good news. But the gospel of the kingdom. He wants us to preach it to the ends of the earth. He wants us to lay hands on the sick and see them recover. He wants us to pray for people. And he wants us to to enforce the government of the kingdom on this natural realm. To show people that he's real. And the devil will personally steal the seed of the kingdom. The worries of the world will choke the seed. The yeast and teaching of the Pharisees, the yeast and teaching of Herod, of politics, will choke the seed. So you and I have got to be seeking first the kingdom, seeking first his righteousness, hungry and thirsty for righteousness. We've got to be weeding out of our lives the the worries of the world. Jesus said, do not worry about what you will eat or drink or wear because your Father in heaven knows that you need it. So get sown deep in the Word. And let me pray for you now. Father God, just baptize this person in your love and acceptance right now. We heal rejection, disappointment, abandonment. In Jesus' name, we, we give them the kingdom. We sow the kingdom. We just ask that you give them boldness to share the kingdom message, not religion, not church, but the kingdom of God through Jesus Christ. Open their eyes, God, to see the kingdom in Jesus' name. May they realize what it is, understand it. Jesus, you said in Matthew 13, in the parable of the kingdom, the parable of the sower, you said, he who understands the word, he who understands the word, understands, stands under the word. May, may you come under the word today. May you stand under the kingdom word today. Let it overtake you. Let it be taken deep into your heart and produce a hundred times what was sown in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. Please share this message. You know, don't. I'm not apologizing, but I'm a preacher. I am a preacher. I am a preacher. I'm not, if you might be thinking, who is this guy? You know, is he a pastor? Is he, what, what church does he go to? I am, a, I am a kingdom ambassador, just like you are, if, if you are a Christian. Okay, so I'm a preacher of the kingdom. I'm not, I'm not an evangelist or a pastor or a prophet or a teacher or, or, or an apostle, although I've, I've applied myself to those things 
in the past. And we all do those things. I am, <laughs> I'm a voice in the wilderness, you know, crying out, make, make way for the Lord. He's coming back and, and he is all satisfying and his kingdom is enough. If you have the kingdom, you don't need anything else. Happy Easter. <laughs>